The Anton Savage Show Sunday. Brought to you by PwC. Combining talent and technology, we're hardwired to find solutions. On News Talk. So I'm joined by a man who is probably one of Ireland's best known artists, painters, sculptors, singers, because he was in the uh, post-punk band uh, The Virgin Prunes. Um, he's also one of the very few people who gets to exist with only a single name. He li- sort of like share. Uh, he is, of course, Googie. Googie, you're very welcome. Thank you very much, Anton. Let's start with the name. It comes from where? So when we were kids, we were fascinated by the idea of finding a word that in some way describes the physicality of somebody and tells you something of their essence. So myself and my best friend from the age of four, he was three, I was four. Now, we were in our early teens when we started appreciating this idea and um, we named each other. He called me Googie because he said I look like the word Googie and it's an artist's name. It describes something of my essence. He wanted to be a singer in a band at the time. These were far-fetched dreams, by the way, coming from Ballymun. But he wanted to be a singer um, in a band and I called him Bonavox of O'Connell Street, which very quickly got shortened to Bono. And Bonavox originally translated to it's good voice, isn't it? That what it means effectively. Yes, but I had absolutely no idea what it meant when I called him that. (laughs) I just saw a sign in a hearing aid shop in O'Connell Street, and I said, "That's my mate, Bonavox of O'Connell Street. That's what he looks like. That's how he acts." And yeah, I reckoned that's who the guy was. So at what point, if you are growing up in uh, Ballymond, Glasnevin, and around 14, 15, do you decide, I can actually make art a living? Because it can't have been, I can't imagine that there was a whole lot of CAO options saying art is the way to go. No, there absolutely wasn't. I mean, I do remember people giving me what in their experience was the correct advice. You can't be an artist. You know, you won't apply yourself in school. You draw all over your copy books. The only class you really um, are focused is art, which I think was 45 minutes a week in Lindsay Road Primary School in Fibsborough. And um, I don't know. I mean, Bono's dad wanted to get him into the post office. Uh, He could have got him in. It was a job for life with a pension. And Terrible missed opportunity for Bono. (laughs) Absolutely. I completely agree. But uh, what was your alternative? If I guess, the we, weren't, office, I guess we weren't listening um, or I really, I think, learned through him that uh, that if he can do what he wants to do, maybe I can too. When did it start to become a, a career? When did it start to become the calling that it is now? When did you think this is working? When you two were recording the Joshua Tree, um, I think it was pretty intense, you know, going on. Um, in a big old house in Rathfarnham. And Bono asked myself and Gav to join him for a pint. There was nothing unusual about that in the Gravedigger's pub uh, in Glasnevin. And we did, and he had this idea, look, I would love to escape from this uh, situation for a few hours on a Wednesday night, if that works for you guys. Can we paint together? Now, we had painted as children together right through our childhood, right through our teens and so on. At this point in time, I was out of the Virgin Prunes and I was sign writing to make a living. And 
So we hooked up in the Gravediggers pub. He laid the idea on us and we started uh, painting on a Wednesday night for a few hours with another friend of ours, Charlie Whisker, who sadly passed away a couple of years ago. But, um, but that's when it started. We were meeting on a Wednesday night. But then I asked if I keep quiet. It was an upstairs room. The recording studio was downstairs. Can I come in and paint tomorrow morning? And I just found myself coming in every single day and painting, not being able to pull myself away. The hours would pass. And then eventually the four of us did uh, an exhibition in the Hendrix Gallery in Stephen's Green. And it was called Four Friends, Many Wednesdays. And that, I guess, was the first time as what one might call a professional artist. And when did you begin then to get the sort of things that you are now so associated with your style. I mean, the interest in inanimate objects, the the, the heavy use of oils, that kind of stuff. When did, did you start to find that lane? So I, I've always been very interested in people's heads. If I saw an unusual head, if I saw... And, and this is what I was painting. I was painting abstract heads. The first time I ever showed them the curlin were abstract heads. And I was working on the side of a face one day and I've always been fascinated by surface. And I just said, that's not the side of a face. That looks like a bowl. And it kind of started from there. I always had a fascination with these little um, unnoticed objects of utility that we use every day. And, but, that's when I, but of course, they are the foregrounds. You know, that, that is the foreground of a painting. Um, the background, I'm really an abstract painter. And I guess I have used these objects as part of my creative vocabulary. And do you take particular pride in particular pieces you develop? Do you have your own favourites or is it like children where you have to be sort of equal to all? You know, when it comes to... You know, that's a difficult one to answer. Um, But when I'm working on a painting... uh, you know, you feel it's the best painting you've ever ever done if you really get sucked in and the hours pass. You feel it's the most wonderful painting that you've ever done. and But then you get it to a stage, oil paint dries very slowly. You get it to a stage where you put it away in order to be able to allow it to dry, to put the next layer on. And then you pull it out maybe a couple of weeks later, a few weeks later, and then you really see it for what it is. And it wasn't this necessarily this incredible piece that you remember putting away. I remember in my old studio working, I worked till something like three or four o'clock in the morning, totally sucked in by this incredible painting. And I just couldn't leave it. It was everything I wanted it to be. It was the greatest thing I had ever done. And I went to bed on a high thinking about it. I fell asleep. I walked out the next morning to look at it and... It was somewhere between all right and a piece of shit. So, so that's not an uncommon thing, you know, but, uh, but that's how it works. That's how it goes. Tell us about the uh, exhibition coming up, because you have an exhibition starting on the 19th of January, running through until early February. So this is an exhibition that I kind of started, I did a big exhibition in Chateau Lacoste, um, which opened in August and came down towards the end of September. And I was kind of working at the latter stages of that. I was also working on this show for the Carlin. And what I can tell you about it is 
without me realising it or without me planning it, it very it, it's the most in an obvious way the most biographical thing I have ever done. Um, I lost my mum in April. And my dad, uh, February. Um, so in 20 months, I lost both of my parents. They are so present in this exhibition. Um, there is one series represented with six or seven pieces that is very much a collaboration between myself and my dad. Now, he didn't paint, but he was a collector of anything on wheels and a hoarder. And he left this colossal mess behind him. Old vans with his name on it, old trucks, bicycles, cars. We counted 14 cars in his front drive. And then about two or three times, you know, bikes, cars, motorcycles, trucks. But some of these old trucks that he had kept had fallen down, rusted and fallen down onto their axles. The side of them was rusty and starting to get covered in mould. So we took photographs of these. I take the photograph to my fine art printer. He prints them to the required size. He mounts them. And then I take this mounted photograph and I paint one of my own very simple objects over it. Um, my dad's name was Robbie and I called this series Robbie and Me. You said at the outset about how you, you effectively got started uh, during the, the recording of the Joshua Tree when you would go upstairs and, and uh, paint quietly so as not to disturb the recordings. And you talked about the exhibition with, uh, what was it, two friends on Wednesdays? Four uh, friends on Wednesdays? Four friends, many Wednesdays. Four yeah. friends, many Wednesdays. Um, is Bono any good as an artist? Yes, he is. I mean, we, you know, we, his dad set up a little table and chairs for us in their garage, um, number 10 Cedarwood Road. And yeah, I mean, we tried to outdo each other. Um, and no, he's really good. He's not as good as me. <laughs> I, 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 that, that's tongue in cheek. But uh, he's probably better at some things than I am. He's definitely better at singing. <laughs> but uh but no, he is good. I mean, I genuinely believe he could have been a visual artist. Curling Gallery from the 19th of January on is when the uh, exhibition of your, uh, your latest exhibition is going to be. Final thing before I go. You talked about yourself and Bono trying to pick names for each other that, that, um, that sort of summarised and characterised the individual and that you were the sound of Googie at the time that you were 14. Are you still... Yeah, I think I am. Um, Listen, I just, uh, we weren't given a choice on our names. Um, I mean, Bono could be called Paddy if he was given a choice or he could be called anything else. We weren't given and I just, so I didn't have a choice but to run with it. But I pleaded with my friends, please never call me Guggy in front of a girl. How's that working out for you? (laughs) (laughs) Seems to work better nowadays, actually. But uh, because I have a wonderful girl, she's the love of my life. She's sitting out there right now throwing kisses. And um, I think. And does she call you Googie? No, she calls me my love. You guys. So sweet. (laughs) Googie, thank you very much. Thank you. The Anton Savage Show. Brought to you by PWC. Sunday mornings from 10. On News Talk.